0: All right. most of this worship service is going to be a presentation of Andrew Peterson's awesome piece of music and scripture called Behold the Lamb of God. Um, But just a few things prior to that. We're going to take an offering. Um, It's really dark. I don't know if we need a little bit more light for our deacons. Maybe, maybe not. Um, So that is going to happen right now. Deacons, you can come forward while I speak about a few things also want to give you a heads up that after today, uh, there are going to be some fun Christmas festivities around here. um, This week, immediately following worship, um, there's going to be cookie decorating and cookie eating. You can do either or both uh, in the garden room. So if you want to linger, grab some coffee and have a delicious homemade cookie. Great place to go right afterwards. Um, On Thursday at 4, 5, and 6 p.m. We're going to have a live nativity with animals um, right out in front of the south side of church. Um, So if you have a kid, a friend of a neighbor, we will give a really short telling of the Christmas story and then kind of turn everybody loose to um, take pictures with the Holy Family, uh, to pet the animals. There'll be goats and sheep, and there's usually some llamas and alpacas as well, which totally are my personal favorite. Um, And then on Saturday, it will be Christmas Eve, and we will have some services throughout the day at 3 p.m. and 5 p.m., candlelight services. And then at 11.30 p.m., we will have a Christmas vigil communion service for those of you that would like to celebrate Christmas Day with the sacrament of communion. If you're a night owl, great. Many of you, God bless you, have a deep sleep. Wake up happily on Christmas morning. we have been sharing scriptures from Luke chapter 1, leading up to Christmas, and I'm going to read a few words from Luke 1 about Mary, Jesus' mother, and her cousin Elizabeth. I think when Elizabeth's words come up on the screen, they're in yellow, which means if you all together would be the voice of Elizabeth. This is what the Bible says, at that time... After the angel visitation, after Mary had learned that she was pregnant, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. Anybody ever have this experience? And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, Elizabeth exclaimed altogether, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. If we can leave that slide up for a minute, I want to speak with you just for a moment about the Bible's understanding of blessing. Um, Now, if you're on social media at all, perhaps you've come across, in Christian circles or not, hashtag blessed. Have you ever seen this? Um, Typically, it's like somebody on vacation who posts, uh, you know, crystal caribbean waters or something hashtag blessed and usually you feel like i wish i was on vacation my life doesn't feel so blessed that is not what the bible means by blessing having things easy being on vacation having luxurious things being in the nicer places on earth actually the bible has two very different versions of blessing you'll notice that on the slide two are capitalized in yellow and one is capitalized in blue. When Elizabeth first uses the word blessing, she did not speak English in another language, that word for blessing means when you long for something, when you pray for something, when you deeply desire something from God, and then God provides it for you, that is a blessed state of affairs. And that's what this first word blessing means. It doesn't mean you get whatever you want. It doesn't mean your life is on easy street. It means you long for something. You ask God, and God somehow doesn't just give you your Santa Claus wish list, but gives you what you truly long and are desiring. That is a blessed state of affairs. Elizabeth in the story was too old to have kids. She longed to have a child, probably for years, maybe even decades, And God provided this for her, and this was her experience of blessing. The second word is totally different. Um, In blue, when Elizabeth says, Mary, you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you, um, it is a word that Jesus would frequently speak. In Greek, it's the word makarios, makarios. And in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says it again and again in the Sermon on the Mount when he says, you're blessed when you're poor in spirit. You're blessed when you hunger and thirst. You're blessed when you're persecuted. Does that sound like hashtag blessed at all? That sounds like the opposite of American blessing. What Elizabeth is speaking over Mary here is this upside down version of blessing that when you have the courage to hear the voice of the Lord, to behold his will for you, and to say yes for it, even when there is a cost to count, that's when you are blessed. There was a count to cost, a cost to count for Mary to do the very thing that we're celebrating. This kind of blessing I don't often long for myself, right? The kind of blessing that causes pain, that stirs trouble, that calls forth uh, courage or capacity. And yet this is Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is his word for blessing, saying yes, receiving the will of God and having the courage to do it. Pray for you in this Christmas season that whatever gatherings you find yourself a part of, moments of quiet, moments of noise, being around easy people, being around difficult people, that God will give you the blessing to do his will and to see and behold the one who gives you the power to say yes and do it. Amen? I invite you to turn your attention to the screen. Uh, My friend Kyle Olson is going to appear and get us started.